Uh, hi, this is Lawrence, and uh, this is my first podcast for Radio One. And today I'll be talking with Dolkan Issa, the executive director of the Uyghur World Congress. And we talk about some recent developments in the relationship between China and Xinjiang, the new Silk Road China's planning on developing, and what the future might hold for both China and Xinjiang. Okay, and what, what, yeah. is, what is the World Uyghur Congress, the Uyghur World Congress, trying to accomplish? Yeah, World well, Congress, uh, uh, just the uh, mission statements, we uh, need self-determination right and uh, uh, protection of human rights and creating democracy in East Turkestan, our homeland. Right, and Turkestan is in, for those who might not know, Turkestan is in western China. Yes, it's Chinese calling Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Yes, uh, but we call East Turkestan, and uh, Xinjiang is uh, Chinese uh, term, and uh, it is mean new new territory, new body. But actually, its name of this country is East Turkestan. It has been occupied by China in 1949. Okay, they've been occupied by China since 1949, and the, there's been a quite a lot of human rights abuses and other, um, I guess, abuses of self determination. You claim from from the Chinese. Is that correct? Yes, it's correct. And uh, since uh, 65 years, actually 1955, and uh, guarantee Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region. Actually, uh, this region is autonomous, uh, but it is just on the paper autonomy. Since 60 years, we have never seen real autonomy, and all the uh, political, economic, cultural, uh, religious uh, right uh, has been continued violent by China, communist China. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, that's uh, that's the main problem. And also, is recently yes, a lot of religious uh, persecution uh, to the all people. Yeah. Okay, I was looking through your website and I see articles and stories about China um, limiting Ramadan, encouraging Muslims to drink alcohol. In um, yes. could you could you please elaborate on that a little bit for somebody who might not know. Well, you know, is actually is the Chinese government not violent only international convention and international law also uh, uh, also is violent. It is open constitution as well, and the Chinese constitution uh, have uh, religious freedom in China uh, and uh, and the autonomic law. We have a lot of right, but unfortunately, in the reality, and the Chinese Communist Party uh, issues a special resolution in the Turkestan and uh, uh, really strong persecuted all the right and uh, uh, especially 2009 and uh, uh, extra killing uh, infant disappearance and uh, arbitrary detentions in the common issue at the moment and uh, uh, you know and recently as uh, during the Ramadan and uh, also a lot of uh, restrictions and the forbidden fasting as well. Uh, actually, it is not new issue, but since the two years and the, uh, some international media a little bit attention this issue, and uh, since the last year, this year also where uh, a lot of international media uh, focusing on this case, and that now is the uh, is the regulation of the Chinese uh, new regulation and students, teachers, and the retirement, uh, employment, uh, women, as it uh, cannot enter the mosque and uh, forbidden to fasten. Uh, even they are uh, making some uh, fasten tests because some people 
some students, some teachers uh, fasting with uh, secretly, hidely. Okay. Uh, then that's why during the lunch time, uh, government provide water on the lunch uh, and to, hostly uh, to drink and to eat. Yeah. To make sure that and, the, you yeah would... and uh, and uh, you know and recently uh, months also new regulation and the firstly to sell alcohol on the cigarette all the Muslim uh, restaurant or some uh, supermarket and uh, and uh, and the shop if who refuse to sell it then close uh, uh, their sh- shop and also another uh, another barbaric uh, attempt by the communist China and the gathering all the imams and the force imams to dance in front of mosque you know yeah it's really insulting and uh, human dignity so, so why does china pursue these sort of cruel and unusual or if from if, from what you're saying almost embarrassing sort of punishments why is how why has china occupied xinjiang in the first place and why do they continue to you know force uh uyghurs to go against their faith and go against their religion you know, actually, Chinese government no need Uyghur, just need our territory because East Turkestan is rich territory around the world. We have a lot of and uh, natural resources, petrol, uranium, gold, and uh, but uh, all these resources, Uyghur people have has been never benefit for this resource. Just the Chinese uh, and without paying anything and just transport to inner China. So uh, that's why the Chinese government just wanted uh, assimilate Uyghur as much as possible. That's why today and the uh, forbidden Uyghur language as well. The Chinese government say 10.6 million Uyghur living in Turkestan, but we believe more than 20, 20, 25 million living there. However, it's 20, 10 million also not small population. Uh, but China is forbidden uh, Uyghur language at school since the 2006. It mean all the main uh, aim of the China just uh, assimilate this uh, Uyghurs and uh, as much as possible and uh, you know and uh, just uh, control all the Uyghur voice uh, and we can say just Chinese government no need Uyghurs just need our territory that's why uh, they trying all kind of uh, policy trying to all kind of strategy just uh, as much as possible to assimilate. Okay. But before um, we got on the air, you were talking about a situation that happened yesterday. Is that correct? Yes. And maybe yes. for the listeners, you could give a little bit of a, a backstory about that, about the the Uyghurs who had tried to is it uh, migrate to Turkey to, to get refugee status <laughs> in Turkey. Uh, you know, 2009, uh, one of the big uh, pr- uh, peaceful demonstration was uh, cracked down uh, by the Chinese uh, forces, Chinese police, and uh, a couple of thousand or a couple of hundred people were killed. Since then, Chinese and uh, launched and uh, anti-terrorist uh, terror uh, campaign. And that's why and the colleague uh, arrested uh, uh, arbitrary arrested a lot of innocent people. That's why uh, last year uh, a couple of thousand Uyghurs uh, escaped uh, from Turkestan and escaped some neighboring country. And the last year, uh, 
last year March around 400 Uyghur refugees uh, uh, secretly and the illegal aggressive border and the area to the uh, Thailand and uh, they were detained by the Chathai police uh, most of them uh, children and uh, women as well uh, um, uh, they are, and since then and uh, Turkish claims they are Turkish citizens the Turkish government willing to accept to Turkey but uh, Thai government uh, because Thai go- because they have don't have any this refugee uh, didn't have any legal documents that's why it is difficult to 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 to, to identify it because China uh, asks them sent back to China Turkey says they are all citizens sent back to Turkey so it is most uh, more than one years more than one one and a half years uh, this refugees uh, were det- uh, detained the different of detention center and the jail in the Thailand. Okay. So last week, uh, 173 uh, Uyghurs uh, moved to the Turkey, safely arrived to Turkey, and still uh, around 200 Uyghurs still waiting uh, to uh, safely arrive to Turkey. But unfortunately, yesterday we got very sad news, and around uh, more than 90 Uyghurs uh, among them, uh, 25 women and uh, around uh, six or seven children, and the firstly took them from the detention center and uh, brought to the, some of the military uh, airport in the, near Bangkok. Okay. Uh, and uh, she firstly took the uh, flight. First uh, uh, person is around maybe 40. Uh, among them, uh, 25 women and six children, and another 15 or 20 men supposedly took the flight and uh, sent back to China. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, uh, second portion uh, about 65 uh, guys firstly uh, sent back to China. They refused to took the took the took the flight. Then we yes. heard uh, first step we heard. And uh, uh, two Uyghurs were uh, shot by the police. And later we got uh, another news, 25 Uyghurs uh, have been killed. So uh, it is really, really difficult to confirm really how many people were killed. But some some, uh, some deaths uh, was happening. And uh, uh, this morning also Thai uh, government also confirmed more than 90 Uyghurs sent back to China. Okay, and where do you get this information that they've been killed? Like, does that come from the Chinese government or from uh, activists? No, 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 we, we, no, no we, 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 because there is a, some Uyghurs uh, who are living in, in, in Bangkok who uh, came to the uh, Bangkok uh, to help them, to, uh, to humanitarian help them. And she uh, will uh, communicate inside uh, detention center and even they uh, have a contact uh, the Uyghur who... Uh, before sent back to China, they have very limited communication with them, but it uh, still uh, he had some communication. They inform us from we got this, this information from Bangkok. Okay, um, but if if China does not want the Uyghurs in Xinjiang and they and they leave, why does China? So it was a problem with the Thai government, or because it seems the Chinese would be happy for Uyghurs to try to immigrate or to leave and move to Turkey. Is that? True or 
No, it is it is it is not uh, happy China because of course there is a lot of aim uh, because uh, because Uyghurs is because of the Chinese persecuted uh, left country. Then the, uh, if they go abroad, then uh, it is the evidence Chinese persecution to the Uyghurs. Okay. That's why China, yeah, yes, because China always uh, line uh, to the to the internationally. They is uh, China is wonderful country and the every Uyghur happy uh, current policy. Uh, current policy. That's why. Uh, that's why. Uh, if the Uyghurs is coming uh, escape from China, then talking about the human rights violence country. That's why is China is so unhappy. Yes, of course, one part is China happy is Uyghur displaced, and uh, if a couple of thousand, hundred thousand Uyghur displaced from this country, is Turkestan, and uh, instead same in Chinese bring to the mob Chinese population. So this Turkestan, it is the one policy of Chinese, but other side and Chinese also, uh, you know, uh, if there's so many Uyghur, huge Uyghur escape from China, then internationally say, huh, there is some problem. Uh, if no problem, why so, so many pro, uh, people escape from China? That's why China is very unhappy on this year. Okay. Maybe a Chinese official or, or would say that uh, there's been a lot of, uh, since China has occupied uh, Xinjiang, there's been a lot of um, economic development and access to better facilities, better roads, better hospitals, the chance to go to university. What, what would you say to that statement? You know, it is it is the built the university, built the hospitality, a hospital, built the school. It is the responsible every government, not only China. But actually, it is the economic uh, development in the in East Turkestan. And no any benefit for the local Uyghurs. Justice is benefit mostly in the Han Chinese immigrant Han Chinese. Even uh, I can give you the example. Today is uh, Uyghurs uh, graduate to university. It is very very difficult to get uh, to job uh, today. But Chinese government encourage encouragement uh, for the Han Chinese and the Han, uh, Chinese uh, move to the Turkestan. Who is coming to the Turkestan? They get a lot of uh, benefit from the government, mm-hmm. and uh, but Uyghurs still there is a lot of uh, un- unemployment rate is very high among them Uyghur youth, but they don't have a job, you know. Yes. Uh, even even graduate school. Even today, if you go some job market, and you go there, uh, you can uh, you can face. Very openly discriminated. They told oh, this job, this position offered just Han Chinese. You know, mm-hmm. very openly discriminated. So that's why this all the economic development on the built road and the hospital, this all mostly just a benefit for the Han Chinese. Yes. So the- today, today, today is most of the part is host part of the uh, East Turkestan, Kashkar Hotel. If you visit there, you can see its people is so poor. East Turkestan is a rich country with the natural resource, but the people is so poor. Uh, even some some family, some village uh, couldn't uh, eat meat within one month. Months, it is a situation. Yeah. Yes. Um, as as a member of the Uyghur World Congress, what is what is the Congress's um, solution to this problem? Do they want China just to leave completely? And if that's not possible, what is a, a realistic solution? Yeah, we 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 call we we call the international community and the, especially we call the Chinese government 
uh, to the dialogue. You know, peaceful way, the uh, first Chinese government should accept this conflict between Uyghurs and the Chinese government. Then we have to talk, then we have to find a solution. But China always refused the offer. She said, she said we, uh, China say China uh, no is never refused all the Uyghur uh, activities blame same category, say the terrorist activities, just uh, crack down. And the Chinese is, uh, believes, uh, China said, we have a power, I'm the economic power around the world, I have a uh, gun, I have a, a power, I can do anything what I want. I don't listen to you, I, I can't ignore international pressure, I can ignore all the Uyghur's voice. That's why is Chinese 65 years, same policy in the Turkestan, but not success, continue in the days to the days, and the situation getting worse, and the problem is getting uh, worse. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that is the solution, should be accept and the problem, and should be improve the policy in East Turkestan, and they should accept the offer, and they should be talk, talk, talk with us, yeah. Uh, China is proposing to build a, a what they call a new Silk Road through northern Xinjiang, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, Horgos yeah. to Kazakhstan to uh, Western Europe. Yes, yes. So you don't yes. think that it's going to bring benefits to the to people? No, it is it is it is just uh, this is all the new Silk Road. This is not benefit for the Uyghurs. Just the uh, China, you know, China Chinese government as want this is territorial ter territorially are expanded recently. Yes, mm -hmm. yeah, yes. And uh, yeah, Chinese have a, a problem with all the neighboring country, all the neighboring country with Japan, Vietnam, even and the Philippines and the Indonesian and the and the other country, India, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan. Chinese have the territorial problem now every country because Chinese want to territorial expand it recently. Then. In the Central Asia is very important place, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, because Kazakhstan is, this, is a uh, huge uh, natural resource. Just want to use this uh, resource and uh, benefit with, uh, for the Chinese, uh, China. This uh, new Silk uh, Road, no benefit Uyghurs, uh, maybe just use the transit this country. Maybe during this time, uh, bring more Chinese to this, this country. Uh, it is maybe worse for us. Right. Um, and so, what exactly is, is your position in the Congress, Dolkin? I'm the executive chairman of the Executive chairman. And uh, what, were you born, you were born in Xinjiang, I take it? Yeah, I born in yesterday. So, what, what has been your route from uh, Xinjiang to Germany? How have you gotten... But, but well, you know, is the I was the uh, uh, the I I was in the, the so-called Xinjiang University. I studied physics, and uh, I was the uh, students. Uh, demonstration uh, 1985-88. We have the big student demonstration was happening. Mm -hmm. I was the leader of the demonstration. Then later, uh, I was the persecute. I was kicked also from university my last semester. Uh, then I stayed in Beijing and Turkestan several days and uh, several years. Then I escaped to Turkey in 1994. Then in uh, 1996, I came to Germany, so, so the political asylum. Okay. Um, and um, I have a couple more questions. The first one is um, I've actually been to Xinjiang twice in 2007 and then, okay. and then again in 2013. And between, in that six-year period, there was, I've noticed a 
much, much bigger police presence the second time yeah. in 2013. Yeah. Um, I was actually arrested at one point for taking the fo- a photograph of a hospital. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, why, why is there such a big police presence? And I also noticed when um, I uh, uh, was arrested, there was a – this might be a little bit painful to talk about, but there was one police officer who was Uyghur. So what would, what would inspire a, a local person to become a police officer if the situation is so bad? And what what has inspired this extra police presence in the in the last say five to six years? Well, you know, it is because China uh, no, and uh, because uh, China is doing all the illegal and more persecuted. Uh, that's why is a lot of uh, uh, against a lot of uh, uh, activities uh, against the Chinese government, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of the one to even two thousand nine, as you know, is a big demonstration was happened there. This yeah, okay. demonstration, yes. this peaceful demonstration, was uh, was 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 uh, cracked on by uh, bluntly. What inspired so this? De- sorry, what inspired this demonstration? What was the the issue? Because it just uh, need justice, you know. It is in t- 2009, in uh, the 26th of June, before the one week early this demonstration, and uh, in the Guangdong, Shogun uh, one the toy factory. Uh, there is uh, around 800 Uyghurs. Uh, Uyghurs were work there because Chinese government uh, recently uh, so-called provide jobs to Uyghur, economic benefit, and uh, bring Uyghur men, women uh, uh, transport in China. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is the uh, and uh, uh, this Uyghurs uh, was beat by the uh, Chinese workers middle night. And the two Uyghurs and at the Chinese government say two Uyghurs were killed, but we got um, at least sixteen Uyghurs were killed during the night, and then no police, no one, and integrated uh, 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 this, and the very late time, uh, up to uh, five six hours later, and the police is coming, but no one was arrested uh, because. Even Chinese say two two guys uh, two Uyghurs were killed. You know this is should be there some criminal what's happened, mm-hmm. but just ignore it. No one arrested. That's why and Uyghur uh, asked the government should be uh, it's a mother uh, mother should be arrested, but Chinese government uh, ignored them. Then that's why and uh, Uyghurs are the gathering and the big make uh, holding big demonstration. Uh, to need justice, you know, yeah. yeah. But Chinese government is never listened to them. The voice just immediately uh, cracked down and they killed. Uh, China say 197 people were killed, but actually, uh, since uh, six years, a lot of ice witness arrived to the Europe, Germany, some other countries. They reported a couple of thousand people were killed because that day and n- night time is after nine o'clock. All the electricity, all the communication, all the telephone just cut it, just getting dark and just fire to all the all the demonstration. So and uh, uh, yes, so it is difficult to confirm how many people were killed, but uh, definitely more than thousand people were killed during the night. night. Okay, and for uh, listeners, or I'm also going to write this up. Hopefully, uh, people who read about this situation living in America, Canada, New Zealand. Australia. What can yeah. what can they do to to uh, spread awareness about the situation in Western China or or to help? 
Well, we hope, and uh, you know, Uyghur cause is not very uh, famous like Tibetan cause. Uh, everybody is knows the Tibet issue, and uh, that's why a lot of international support for the Tibet issue. And we have completely same. We have the both is the same uh, witness nations by the uh, persecuted by the communist China. That's why we hope uh, international uh, arena should be. Uh, support us. Uh, China always blame Uyghur as a terrorist. Uyghur is a very peaceful. Uyghur are very peaceful nations. So uh, should should be concerning Uyghur issue, and uh, should be uh, uh, we need the international uh, international uh, help, at least moral support from the internationally, and uh, should be uh, uh, should 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 be under make some international pressure to the China, uh, then uh, it will be more useful. Yeah. Okay. Have have the Tibetans, uh, like the Dalai Lama or anybody, ever publicly expressed support for the Uyghur cause? Yes, yes, yes. We have very good communication. It's good cooperative with Tibetan. Holness Dalai Lama also all the time, all his speech uh, mentioned Uyghur issue. And uh, uh, even he said, and the Uyghur, Uyghur situation is more and more worse than Tibetan. Uh, Dalai Lama also mentioned several times. Okay, great. Well, I think that'll wrap it up. I really appreciate your time, Dolkin. Welcome. Okay, thank and, and you. All the thank best. You. Yeah, thank you. Okay, okay. thank you. Bye bye.